Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Welcome back to Money FM 89.3. And we have come to the end of a memorable March for markets and really a bit of a roller coaster and an exciting time for stocks here in Singapore. We saw the Straits Times Index go from being scared of falling below 3,100 to suddenly rebounding like a checkmark and comfortably sitting above 3,400 as we near the end of the first quarter. Given all the excitement and continuing pervasive uncertainty, what is there to look out for in the quarter ahead? Well, today on Money FM 89.3, as always, we are joined by Mr. Terrence Wong, the CEO of Azure Capital, to help us recap the month that was and to tell us what he's looking forward to as we enter the second quarter. Terrence, thank you so much for joining us today. It's always exciting to have you. And again, as we mentioned, an exciting time to take a look at the markets. I hope you've been well, sir. Hi, JP. I've been good. Well, what, what a month. And I, I, I thought that after the first week, all hell was going to break loose in the market uh, as it flirted with 3,100. Well, but that rebound was sharp. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I mean, 3,100 and then clearing 3,400 with authority over the last couple of weeks. I think one of the big questions over the last couple of days that was answered was, can we hold on to 3,400? I think despite today's losses, that's a resounding yes, at least for the time being. This has been characterized as a fairly volatile month, given those big moves. Do you think this is necessarily a bad thing, though? Well, I think that there is this tussle between you know, the geopolitical concerns and bets that the impact on stock market will be short-lived, hence the, the volatility. And in the past couple of weeks, I think the latter camp actually won. Uh, they probably mm-hmm. invoked history as a guide. You know, there's the Iraq war, which finished very, very rapidly. The optimism in the market was also, I think, aided by the reopening of domestic economy. There were already hints you know, earlier this month that government will be uh, coming in to open the economy in early April, by early April, and that really happened. So that actually propped up the market. Uh, volatility is not exactly bad, especially for the traders, but you know, I, I hope it doesn't allow you know, investors into thinking that the worst is over. There are still pressing issues. Mm-hmm. Right? Inflation is at the highest point in a generation. In the US, it's like 40-year high. In the Europe, it's 30-year high. And, and in Singapore, we haven't seen inflation like hit 2-3% in quite a while, right? And and another point to note is that the war may not end soon uh, between Russia and Ukraine. And my argument is that even if it were to end, the sanctions will still continue to stick. And that will be bad for you know global commodity prices. Again, we plug back to point one about inflation. Inflation will continue to stay high. But I do want to try and be optimistic and start on good news. And uh, we saw signs, at least, of market strength really play out in the, the REIT sector recently. Um, despite the specter of rising interest rates, REITs here in Singapore have seen strong gains. Terence, do you think that this is a sign that Singapore's reopening theme is a theme that will trump all for markets, at least for the time being? Well, for now, I think it looked a little bit that way. But again, uh, this is uh, in the short term, right? Uh, in the longer term, uh, inflation, uh, that is going to be a key theme. Uh, interest rates are definitely, definitely going to go up. And we're really feeling it, uh, the, the spreads between the, the 10-year bond yields in Singapore and the REITs, you know, they are going, going to compress. And to compensate for that, uh, REIT prices will have to fall. But if there were going to be a dip in REIT prices, uh, I know we don't, we don't see it right now because there's uh, a lot of excitement, but if it were to fall, I think that that may be a, a good opportunity to 
accumulate, uh, and some of them, some of the REITs, you know, continue to be prudent on their capital management. You know, REITs are actually fueled by the borrowings, right? So 70% of it is currently fixed or hedged, and that would mitigate, you know, expected increase in borrowing costs uh, going ahead. And looking back in time, during major hike cycles, uh, there is, you know, when, when you continue to hike, uh, there will be uh, some weakening, but if you look at the hike cycles between 04 and 06, and between 04 and 06, and again in 2015 and 2018, uh, S3 is actually uh, delivered positive uh, share price return. But I do want to talk about uh, valuations, especially when things seem so good. Are things maybe too good? And should Singapore perhaps be worried about where valuations are the same way, say, investors in the US and Wall Street are as well? Let's first start with the valuation. If you look sure. at the STI, um, PE is around circa 12.5, 13 times, um, and dividend yield is now for 4%. So all these are pretty healthy numbers mm-hmm. uh, uh, compared against its peers in the region as well as globally. And, and that is why, you know, being a value-driven market, uh, STI have seen itself outperform uh, many of the other markets. Uh, and to be fair, we also didn't rise as much in 2020. We were pretty much of a laggard, mm. you know, as the whole world, particularly the US and Europe, uh, Hong Kong, you know, rebounded very, very strongly uh, post-lockdown. Uh, Singapore was a bit of a laggard. In 2021, there was some catching up because of our, uh, our value market status. Uh, but that's it. If the global markets were to take a tumble, and uh, not only a tumble, but if there were sharp reversal, uh, I think being a small open economy, being a small open market, uh, we will also be affected. But the, the thing is, even if we're affected, I think that the fall will be a lot less significant compared to some of the other growth-driven markets like the US and Hong Kong. So perhaps a softer landing if uh, there is a pullback here in Singapore. We're still speaking to Terence Wong, the CEO of Azure Capital here on Money FM 89.3 to recap the exciting month that was for Singapore's equity markets. Now, Terence, we're coming to the start of a new earnings cycle here in Singapore. But one of the biggest questions also is the impact of a Russia-Ukraine war that could prolong for the next couple of months or drag on for the next couple of months. And we've seen its impact on energy costs and inflation. We've also seen it also impact the cost of energy in other markets, including here in Singapore. The big question, I think, heading into the earnings season now, are you wary of margins getting hit due to these rising costs on top of already high inflation, Terrence? Share with us your thoughts on how this might impact the uh, costs, at least, for uh, companies heading into the new earnings season here. Uh, this is very much of a, of, of a concern. Um, the usual suspects, the usual sectors uh, that are actually very, very uh, oil-driven or depend a lot on oil, uh, I think they will... A few of the biggest crunch uh, sectors such as transport, you know, the likes of SIA, ComfortDelGro, SBS, uh, they'll be hit. Um, tech companies, right, in in the face of rising interest rates, because their valuations are pretty much predicated on low interest rates. Low interest rates, the valuation is significantly higher than in than when the the rates are rising, right. So tech companies may also be hurt. Uh, REITs, just now, uh, well, uh, earlier on, we were talking about it with higher energy costs and inflation, uh, utilities costs and maintenance uh, will also hit uh, the REITs. Uh, utility costs, I think, come in circa 10, 12, 8 to 12% of the operational expense, general operational expenses, whereas maintenance typically come in 
significantly higher, 20 plus 30 percent of the uh, operational expense. So uh, all these sectors, I think, uh, will see uh, an impact uh, on a more positive front. Uh, those that are more resilient will be the likes of the banks, you know, because of improvement in the net interest margins, given uh, that, you know, they're riding on the Fed rate hike cycle, uh, consumer staples like palm oil, uh, healthcare companies, uh, as these are in a better position to pass on costs to uh, consumers. Um, I'm glad you brought up the banks because this is where I kind of want to wrap things up also, Terence. And, uh, you know, heading into the new earnings season cycle and the second quarter, we're starting to see the banks starting to normalize from the impact of COVID-19. They've been able to restore dividends also as businesses return to normal. Could we start to see the banks perhaps ease off a bit on the gas pedal this coming quarter? And could other sectors take over in driving the SGX in the second quarter? Well, it is still uh, very positive. I, I, I wouldn't say very positive, but it's still positive for mm-hmm. banks given the rate hikes. I think that's uh, generally the, the, the scenario with uh, a big increase in the in rates. I think DBS is talking about 20 million increase in revenue. That's, that's fairly significant considering that, you know, we're looking at uh, seven rounds of hikes, right, and seven times 25 bips, right? That's over 150 bips. So that, that, that may uh, bring up, you know, revenue as much as $3 billion. But there's certain uh, in a... At a certain point in time, uh, I think investors would know that because the markets are also forward-looking. So I think uh, whatever the case, investors still have to be pretty wary. But if uh, sentiments were to turn violent, right, and it goes down south, then uh, if everything falls, I, I, I believe that the banks, given that the profits that they generated for investors over the past few quarters uh, would be uh, one of the target, uh, one of the, the stocks or one of the sectors that will be sold down hard, uh, regardless of whether you know the conditions are positive or not. All right, Terence Wong, CEO of Azure Capital, thank you so much for joining us again on Monday FM 89.3 to recap the month that was, the exciting month that was for Singapore stocks and helping us uh, prepare ourselves for what to expect and perhaps brace ourselves for in the second quarter. Terence, as always, I wish you and your loved ones continued health and safety during these times. I look forward to the next time you can join us on the show. Meanwhile, stay safe, sir, and I hope you have a great weekend ahead in store for you, sir. Thanks so much, JP. You too. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.